Crafty Mama Mer, a podcast for all things crafting, mom life, and Miranda. My name is Miranda, and welcome to my podcast. A few weeks ago, someone sent me a podcast that was about two hours long, and while I was listening to that podcast, I started taking different notes on the podcast and had a lot of conversation points. I then told this person, I think I should start a podcast, and he said, you should. So I texted my brother and I said, I'm starting a podcast. And his response was, I figured it was only a matter of time. So sorry for being late, but it is so lovely to be here. And thank you for listening. In 2022, New Year's Day, I had this idea that I wanted to write a book. And on my seven hour drive home from one of the smallest towns I've ever been in, located in Kansas, I mapped out the entire book in my head. The idea of the book is that at any stage of my life, there was a corresponding type of underwear I was wearing during that stage. Hang with me for a second. For example, you start out in diapers and then you eventually get moved up to pull-ups and then your parents decide to keep producing brothers for you. And then you get to middle school and you're no longer buying underwear in a seven pack with your favorite cartoons on them. And then you kind of start to realize how much of a crush you have on some boys in your class. And then you also realize how cruel middle schoolers can be. You get to high school and all of a sudden you're getting free lace thong coupons from Victoria's Secret. And then you and all your friends are getting your heart broken more times than you all could imagine. <laughs> and then you get to college and everyone is so unapologetically themselves. And you get to wrap your head around the idea of self-love and body empowerment and honestly, at this point, everyone's just walking around in whatever they want to, but the world is yours. And then comes serious relationships and maybe even a marriage. And you have all the matching sets and lingerie you can think of. And then eventually, if it's right for you, it comes full circle to you giving birth and being back in diapers. This book would go through my friends and my experiences in sort of a coming of age, tell all story, but totally anonymous for the people in the stories because your girl's not trying to catch a lawsuit and would share various stories, lessons learned, and what I wish I could go back and tell that version of myself. As someone who has always loved social media, I try to show up as authentically as possible. I know I have an issue of oversharing, so buckle up for this podcast because there's definitely a line I'm going to be towing. And mom and dad, I'm sorry in advance. But circling back to the book I wanted to write, I realized on that drive home that I couldn't tell the current stage of my life I was in, i.e. motherhood and married life, because I couldn't tell the full truth of what I was experiencing during that time. And I didn't want to put out a false perspective of my life. So ultimately, that book idea was put on hold. But today... Not only do I have my voice back, and I'm going to use this podcast as a passion project for something I have been wanting to talk about for a while now, but today is the first time in over four years I have my name back. So recording for you for the first time in a very long time, this is Miranda Olson, and it is so lovely to have you here with me. Like I said, this podcast is a passion project and a way for me to share some of my experiences with however much of a filter I want. I started Crafty Mama Mer in 2020, and in three years, I have learned lots about running a business, social media, collaborations. So I will have some episodes that deep dive into crafting, running a small business. I will be giving a sneak peek of the seven episode series I will be kicking off at the end of this episode. 
But first, I'm going to break down what this podcast may be about, if I can stay on track, and who I am. Crafty Mama Murr started like a lot of businesses in 2020. I tested positive for COVID and I was going insane sitting around and doing nothing. And at this point, I had binge watched everything on Netflix along with the rest of the world. And I had a four month old at home with me. So I did what any sane person would do and started browsing Etsy. I waited for Etsy to tell me what I was looking to buy. And as I was browsing, I saw the cutest pair of arch earrings. And I saw they were Palmer clay earrings. So I kind of got interested because I was a TA for the ceramics department for my university in college. And I have been doing pottery, I believe, since my freshman year of high school. So instead of buying the $16 pair of Palmer clay earrings, I went and bought $158 worth of supplies to try and make them myself. Because the famous last words any crafter says before their bank account drains is, I think I could make that myself. But I ended up buying the worst quality supplies because I was shopping on Amazon and I wanted to get it that next day. So my entire first batch of earrings, I actually ended up having to throw away because I was using modeling clay and not the right type of polymer clay for wearable items. The next two batches, I also made similar mistakes by not using the right clay. But all of those details of what I learned, mistakes I made in my business, and tips for new businesses will be included in future episodes. In 2022, I started to post like I was already famous and with no cares in the world. Because that's what every social media guru was saying on TikTok. I figured people were already making fun of me for putting myself out there. So I might as well jump in and see what I really can do. That was November of 2022. And in a month, I had a video hit 8 million views. And that's when Crafty Mama Murr really took off. In 2023, I accidentally launched myself into the crochet content creator world. And now I have sold over 3,000 beginner-friendly crochet patterns that are accompanied by video tutorials. And a shameless plug, because this is my podcast, if you have been wanting to learn how to crochet but you don't know where to start, my website, craftymamamer.com, has beginner-friendly crochet patterns and video tutorials. It is a goal of mine to make crochet less intimidating for people. And as someone who had never really read a crochet or a knitting pattern before, I wanted to create patterns that were easy to understand and had video tutorials to walk you through step by step. Plus, it is so rewarding to make something with love for someone you do love. So if you have been wanting to learn how to crochet, go check that out. I have lots to say about how I got here with Crafty Mama Murr. But this is my intro episode, so that was just a little taste of what's to come. I am also a mom, which is the mama part of Crafty Mama Murr. I have two beautiful baby girls, and they haven't let me sleep soundly for years, but I love them so much. And I want to be able to use this platform to talk about whatever I would like related to mom life. As a side note, you may hear me refer to them as my squirrels. Just to clarify, I do not have pet squirrels. I just have two squirrely girlies. I have some episodes planned with other moms and single moms to interview them and have them as guests on my podcast and give them the platform to share their story and their experiences. So if you have wanted to be on a podcast in any which capacity, please reach out. My friends have been calling me Mama Murr long before I actually birthed any babies. My first business was Miranda's babysitting service when I was 12 years old, 
and I got certified through my community education program. I had a babysitting bin that I would bring with me to every house I ever babysat at, and shocker, the bin included lots of crafts for me to do with the kids, and it also included practical things like a first aid kit, and thankfully, we did a lot more crafts than we did utilizing band-aids. A fun thing I did with this bin, though, was I had every kid I ever babysat sign on the top cover of the bin. So eventually, when that bin retired as a miscellaneous catch-all for all my art supplies in my house, I still can see every kid's signature that I've ever babysat on it. I always knew I wanted to be a mom. When I was seven years old with a -a three-and-a-half-year-old brother and a newborn brother, I would line them up with all my baby dolls and stuffed animals, or stuffies as my oldest calls them, on the couch and play house with them, or school, or really anything I wanted to because I'm the oldest sibling, therefore I am the leader of the pack. I was a nanny and a babysitter from 12 years old to the week before I gave birth to my daughter in February of 2020. I have watched kids grow from preschoolers to adults, and it is the weirdest feeling to be out and have someone you used to tuck into bed stumble over to you at the bar and ask if they can buy you a shot. No, because I've been sober for six years and I don't drink anymore. And two, no, because I used to put Disney movies on and we would choreograph dance classes and I would make you mac and cheese and it just doesn't feel right. So at this point, if you ever run into me at the bar, I'm mainly there because I'm someone's sober cab. But two, don't ask me to buy a shot. (laughs) I'll buy you a water instead, or I'll go get you a water instead. February 13th, 2020 and September 30th, 2021 will forever be the happiest two days of my life. Because those are the days I brought my baby girls into the world. I have two blogs on my website where I go over all the details of their birth stories, but the short version of these stories are that my first birth was so traumatic and I ended up having to have an emergency C-section and that really affected me and my postpartum journey for months to come. And even though it was the happiest day because I officially became a mama, It was traumatizing because I felt like I had failed as a woman to bring my baby into the world. But again, I unpack a lot of this in my blog. But then my second came along and it was the most peaceful birth I had. And I mean, I only had the one to compare to, but most peaceful nonetheless. And I remember the moment I held my second in my arms. And in that moment, the first thing I thought of was that I had redemption and I had peace of how I brought her into the world. But my second thought, which came seconds later, was that I knew I was not done having babies and that because her birth was so peaceful and I had that redemption, I knew I would have as many more babies as possible. When I became a single mom, the biggest thing I had to grief was the unknown certainty that was my future. I have always wanted lots and lots of babies. Five would be the perfect number for me. My grandma Diane on my dad's side, she had six babies three girls and three boys. And my grandma Joan on my mom's side had four babies, two girls and two boys. So five was always the number I had in my head. When I moved my two daughters and myself back in with my parents, it was very glaring that being a single mom meant that my dream of growing a family and raising babies was abruptly put on hold. I felt like I had failed my daughters by not giving them more siblings. I failed at being a wife because obviously I was getting divorced. I felt like I failed my parents because I moved back in. And honestly, I felt like I failed every person in my life that I had been lying to by not telling them what I was going through. I spent the first two weeks back at my parents in a haze. 
and not the kind of lavender haze that Taylor makes a music video about, but a very seriously depressed haze. And I am so lucky to work for the company that I do because I was able to focus on myself and my daughters while not having to worry about work. And I am so, so, so grateful for my parents, my family, my friends who are there to pick up all the pieces of a mess they did not make. I do not take it lightly that in an 18-hour notice, I had 17 friends volunteer to come help move my stuff out. And that's not taken lightly, but again, they didn't have to. And if you are listening to this, I hope you know that like, I will always remember the 17 people that showed up for me in January. When I moved back in with my parents, I couldn't even imagine how I would someday have a quote-unquote whole family again. But a spoiler of episodes to come, if you take away anything, just know I do have faith and hope that I'm going to be just fine and that my dreams will come true. It's just going to take some time. And then the third part of Crafty Mama Murr is all things Miranda. And what fits in that bucket? Anything and everything I please. Fun fact, if you say random five times fast, it sounds just like Miranda. Just like my friends have been calling me Mama Mer before I had children, everyone I know has been calling me Mer since 2008. And it actually came from an anti-bullying video we had to watch in middle school. And the details of it is that I remember there was this kid named Eric getting bullied. And in the video, a bunch of guys were calling him Err. And then when that class was over, we were all walking in the hallways and my buddies saw me and they're like, wait, hey, it's Murr. And then it stuck. And I mean, what's easier to yell on a soccer field or a rugby pitch? Pass it to Miranda or pass it to Murr? The only other podcast I listen to consistently is Morbid, a true crime podcast, which my friend Morgan put me on. And I listened to almost 400 episodes in the first 12 months, which probably was not that good for my mental state at the time but you live and you learn. In the hopes of having some of the dialogue that Ash and Elena have on their podcast, I will be bringing my besties on the show with me so they can tell their side of some of the stories. Because I wouldn't be the person I am today without my obnoxiously large group of close friends. I also am going to be bringing on any and all of my friends with small businesses to have them share their stories as well as hear about how you can support other small businesses. And eventually, I will reach out to people and see if they'll let me interview them on the show for various topics I've already brainstormed. I have lots of stories to share, lots of opinions that I promise I will cautiously share, and social media at my fingertips. So if you have ever wanted to be on a podcast, this is your sign. Reach out. Let's just figure out how to do a podcast together. So this has been my intro episode to give you a little taste of what to expect. I am planning on releasing episodes on a weekly or bi-weekly basis, but if you would like to hang out for two more minutes, I'll let you know what the first series on the podcast is going to be. The seven first dates I went on as a single mom, the do's, the don'ts, and the lessons learned. And if your jaw just hit the floor, so did mine when I decided this was going to be my first series I was going to talk about on my podcast. I really dreaded the idea of being a single mom, and I knew I just had to throw myself out there. And if you or someone you know is in a spot where they feel hopeless for the future, this might be a good place to start because I was there, and you can learn from my mistakes and not make the same ones. 
I knew I wasn't going to meet anyone by not putting myself out there. And I didn't want anyone I had dated before because this was a year of no second chances and I wanted to move forward and not date backwards. I will be bringing on my besties to share their side of the story of these first dates. And if anything, this is just going to be some pure entertainment with some lessons learned mixed in about what it's like to date as a single parent or what it's like to date in general in 2023. This is a series I wish I would have had before I started dating as a single mom. This is some of the hope I wish I would have had before I jumped back into dating. And these are the standards I wish I would have had before dating in general. Make sure you hit the subscribe and leave a review so other people can find the podcast. And thank you for listening to Crafty Mama Murr, a podcast. Find me on any social media as Crafty Mama Murr and follow along for more parts. Mama. Mama. Crafty Mama Mar.